Today on Media Download, from Montclair State University and WMSC-FM, the latest on technology. Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now. And media issues. Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's the press's responsibility? I will not give him the credit he probably sought prior to this horrific and cowardly act. And top business headline news. It's online streaming versus Hollywood. Curated by your host, Meryl Brown. Hello and welcome to Media Download. I'm Merrill Brown, Director of the School of Communication and Media at Montclair State University. I'm joined today by Stuart Rohrer, Executive Producer and Founder of SR Media Digital Publishing, a company that helps editors, publishers, and content owners create engaging digital products. Today we're going to talk about the Oscars, and Stu has had a long career covering the arts. He began his career at the Washington Post as an editor in their arts section, then worked on the transitional to, the transition excuse me, to digital publishing at the Washington Post and New York Times. He's also worked at AOL and News Corp. Most recently, his love of film has drawn him to write a weekly movie roundup on his blog, PoorStuart.com, that's PoorStuart.com, and produce a crowdsourced Academy Awards prediction contest. This year, there's plenty of diversity in the major nominated categories, but the questions of who will take the coveted statues home still remain. Welcome, Stuart. Well, thank you very much for having me, Merrill. Uh, you know I love to talk about the movies, and uh, today's a perfect day for it. It's the deadline for the Academy members to vote. Um, that's, that is timely. Uh, people will be hearing this uh, today and hopefully in the period between now and Sunday when, what, more than a billion people will watch the Oscars. Does that number still hold? Uh, I think it's north of 35 million. Uh, last, year's, last year's ratings were down a bit, but still pretty healthy. Um, so what's the big story this year? There's always something that captures the attention, either a movie or a new host or the general dynamic around the Oscars last year. There was obviously an enormous amount of talk about race. What is the big story this year, Stuart? Well, I, I, certainly the, the Trump phenomenon is going to play out in, in one way or another. Uh, it's certainly not uh, an Oscar-so-white kind of season. The, uh, the, the, the nominees for African-American productions uh, is, is extraordinary this year. Um, but the, the kind of immigration politics uh, angle is very likely to, to cause a stir. Uh, in particular, there's an Iranian film called The Salesman, which is a, probably the favorite to win the Best Foreign Film Oscar this year, directed by a guy named Oscar Farani, who is boycotting the ceremony because of Trump's uh, immigration ban. And what is the likelihood of his film uh, winning for Best Foreign? Uh, I would say very good. And uh, I'm very, I'll be very interested to see how the Academy deals with the fact that he's not there if his film does win. And on the question of uh, Trump and race and what actually will happen on the stage, what do you expect from the host and from other presenters? Do you expect uh, direct um, commentary on things or uh, more creative commentary like Meryl Streep at the Golden Globes? What might transpire? Uh, I would expect it to be a, a little, um, a, a little more subtle than than it could be. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is the host, and he is not a, a, a hard-edged comedian. He's certainly a political comedian, or can be. Um, and certainly, the presenters and the uh, the acceptance speeches will will will, will dig hard at, at Trump. I, I I would imagine. 
Um, Meryl Streep, as you mentioned, really teed up uh, these issues with her Golden Globe speech uh, about bullying a disabled reporter and so on. And uh, I think we'll, we'll see more of that. I don't know if she will speak. Uh, her, her nomination for Florence uh, Jenkins is, is not likely to win, but she may have other, uh, another speaking slot. Um, I do think the, uh, the best foreign film category is likely to be the, the hot spot of the evening. And so I guess the big quest, uh, conventional question is, will uh, La La Land have the sweep that some people are predicting? What do you think? Uh, I, I think it will do very well. It's nominated in 14 categories, which, which is extraordinary. It, so it's only happened, I think, twice before. And uh, they're bound to win a bunch of those, especially in the, in the technical categories. Uh, I think Hollywood loves a movie about itself. And uh, certainly the, the cinematography and the editing and the score uh, are, are going to be very favorably looked at. Uh, Damien Chazelle is a, is a phenomenon, the director. He's a 32-year-old uh, wunderkind. Uh, he, he did the movie Whiplash a few years ago. And I think he's drawn uh, very appealing performances from, from Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling that are very audience-friendly. It's a very upbeat movie at a time when most of us are uh, in a kind of a darkened election season. So I, I think it has, it has a lot of things going for it. And what would be the first, often there's a first thing early in the awards, a supporting award or something like it, that is read by at least some prognosticators as an indication of what's to come. Do you know what that signal event will be? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I will be looking for. Uh, I, I saw the live-action short films, which are playing in theaters now, uh, and there there was a, a significant divide between the kind of darker-themed ones, uh, one in particular called Enemy Interieur, which I think was excellent. It's a French-Algerian um, mo uh, movie about immigration, uh, versus a, a much light-hearted, a very light-hearted theme from a movie called Sing or another called Time Code. Uh, this is an obscure category, but this might be a place to watch to see whether the, the tone of the, the voting is going to the, the upbeat diversion kind of entertainments or to the, the darker, more uh, reality uh, uh, themes. How did it happen, Stuart, that we had this almost pivot um, toward so many movies involving either um, uh, themes or uh, actors and actresses who are African-American from a near shutout in that regard not too long ago. How did that happen? Uh, I, I think partly it's a, a gradual process that, that will continue to play out uh, over the years. I think there is an asserted uh, uh, you know, effort to include uh, more diverse uh, members in the, in the academy who actually vote. There are 6,100 uh, voters and still 75% of them are male and 91% of them are white. So there's a long way to go there. Uh, last year was was uh, out of the ordinary with no um, no black actors nominated in any of the 20 categories. Uh, I, it certainly didn't seem to be any concern, you know, any purposeful um, uh, act, but this year the pendulum just has swung the other way and we have eight nominees in, in, in acting categories and excellent films, especially in the documentary feature category, um, <clears throat> where there are three extraordinary kind of black experience 
uh, movies uh, out there waiting. One is called 13th, uh, which is a historical uh, documentary about uh, the prison population in America. Uh, one is uh, I Am Not Your Negro. With, uh, it's a James Baldwin story, which is a very eloquent uh, piece. And the third and likely winner is the uh, O.J. Made in America uh, miniseries, which has just won every award uh, it's been up for. And is it your view that it is, in fact, the best uh, picture in that category? Or are you just... Uh, I, I wouldn't bet against it. Uh, I, I personally really loved the James Baldwin documentary, which I thought brought a level of intelligence and, and eloquence to the screen that I hadn't seen, or, and, and a sense of importance that I hadn't seen since uh, the documentary Citizen Four a few years ago. That's the uh, Snowden piece, right? Yes. Uh, what are you hearing from your uh, survey participants, um, and do they have any? Are they favoring anything that's particularly surprising? Uh, not so far. Uh, the the the, uh, the votes come in. The, the The Academy Award votes are finished today, but my contest continues right up until uh, the evening of the Oscars, and so it does change as as time goes on. Uh, so far, it's reflecting the 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 consensus choices, the ones that you'll read in, uh, in other polls and, and all. Um, I don't see any surprises quite yet. It does look like La La Land is going to do extremely well, but I think it will split with uh, Manchester by the Sea uh, and with Moonlight. Is there a performance by an actor or actress that you thought was particularly spectacular that's unlikely to win? Well, there was one that I was... I was uh, uh, disappointed she was not even uh, nominated, which was Amy Adams in the movie Arrival. Um, Arrival is up for Best Picture. It's a, an alien visitation movie that's very smart and very beautifully produced. Uh, she did a great job with a very complicated part, and I, I wish she had been nominated. The, the Best Actress category is sort of the oddest one this year. Um, there's Emma Stone is nominated for La La Land, which... You know, some have called sort of a lightweight role. Uh, Isabelle Huppert, the French actress, is up for the movie Elle, which is a very kind of dark, uh, perverse uh, drama that's a very, very odd, it's an odd couple for, for the Oscars. Um, so anyway, I, I miss Amy Adams, and it'll be very interesting to see who wins among the Best act Actress nominees. And you, what, it, what is the conventional favorite? Who is the... Uh, Emma Stone. She will uh, highly likely win. I think the odds are ridiculous, one or two to five, something like that. Yes, and she's a very appealing presence and, and really holds that movie together, um, uh, more so than Ryan Gosling, although he was also quite dapper and wonderful. Um, I, I, I thought Fences was extraordinary, and, and when you think about Denzel Washington uh, both directing something so uh, delicate at, at the same time uh, providing such a power powerful performance. That's quite an accomplishment, isn't it? Uh, yes, and I was really happy to see that movie, you know, come to the, to the big screen. I mean, the, the screenplay was done by, uh, you know, by the playwright before he died, so it's sort of unusual in that regard. Um, Denzel Washington was terrific in the lead role, and uh, the, I thought Viola Davis was extraordinary, and she will definitely be the supporting actress winner. Um, I think the, the 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 movie suffered a little bit from its its roots in the stage. It was a little 
um, a little talky and a little uh, less cinematic than it could have been. Um, but I think it will do well, and certainly Viola Davis will will take home an Oscar. Um, you have this labor of love called your survey uh, that you do um, uh, on the Poor Stewart uh, site. Tell us a little more about it and how it began and w- why you devote so much passion for probably little return on investment in doing your survey. Uh, well, thank you for asking. It's, a, it, it's my little labor of love at Oscar time. Um, I found that I was not enjoying uh, you know, this kind of natural, national ritual on TV as much as I thought I might. I, I've been a lifelong movie fan. So I was looking for ways to kind of spice it up for myself and, and my family. Uh, and I, I read a book uh, by James Surowiecki, who's a, a, a writer for The New Yorker, a book about the wisdom of crowds, uh, where he very briefly mentioned uh, the ability of crowds to predict the Oscars. And I thought that would be, be something to try. So I, I tried to put it in uh, into action on my uh, website, and I've attracted a devoted group of followers who enjoy playing every year, so I keep it up. And and what goes on among those followers in terms of that night and the Twitter sphere? And are they talking to one another and razzing each other? And what's that experience like? Uh, I think the the experience is is spread across all these different platforms. Certainly in social media, it's very very active. A lot of people are are simply uh, home in their living rooms watching TV. Some are at uh, parties. Uh, uh, it's hard to say. The, you know, the big event a few years ago when Ellen DeGeneres hosted the Oscars was a, a selfie that she took with her camera that, that went viral and you know, reportedly broke Twitter that night. Uh, I, I think Twitter is probably the most, uh, uh, the liveliest uh, environment. Uh, Facebook is likely to be quite, uh, quite active as well. Uh, on my site, um, people check in to see their scores after each award is announced. So there's a little bit of suspense there. Uh, and just remind uh, the audience, if you would, how to participate in the survey? Uh, you can go to poorstuart.com and look for the contest. It's called Can You Beat the Crowd? Uh, you'll also find it on Facebook. Uh, or you can just Google Can You Beat the Crowd and you'll find it. Right. Love to have everybody in. It's a, it's a free contest. And, and in closing, do you agree that La La Land is the best picture? Uh, in my heart, I, I would I would vote for Manchester by the Sea. Uh, I think it's unfortunately a, 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 such a, so, a sad, somber movie that it's uh, it's kind of scared some people off. But I, I would vote for Manchester. Uh, but I'm I have no complaint about La La Land. It's a wonderful movie. Well, it should be a good Sunday night, as these Sunday nights always are. I hope you have your popcorn uh, and other uh, uh, snacks and drinks ready, and uh, you'll be joining lots of us and watching. Thank you for joining us on this podcast today, Stuart. Thanks very much. Well, thank you, Merrill. I appreciate it. If you'd like more information about this episode of Media Download, you can email us at gm at wmscradio.com or call us at 973-655-3135. Enjoy the Oscars. I'm Merrill Brown. Thanks for listening.